song. And I want to let you know that you are not walking by your own. You are walking with God. My message this morning, in a few minutes, is a solemn one. I hope you'll take it because I believe that we are coming to the end of time. It's time to have our personal relationship with God before we start, shall we pray. Loving Father in heaven, as we spend time in a few minutes of your word, may your Holy Spirit be with us. You give us understanding that your time is getting short. We need to have a personal conviction of your Holy Spirit. In Christ's name I pray. Amen. I took my midterm exam yesterday at the American Red Cross. It was a very hard exam, but I have a silent prayer before I open the test paper. 25 questions was very hard. But I depended upon God for everything. After the final uh, the midterm exam, I just waiting for what she will see. And then after 30 minutes, after checking everything, the instructor said, all of you guys pass the midterm exam. And they are jumping. I told them, don't jump yet. We have two more exams to go. We have the final and the state board exam. Dust, that thing you need. If you passed, if you fail in the state board, no more job for you. But I depend upon God, upon all these things. And I believe he will help me. Carry on. Because when we go to heaven, only two kinds of group. Either you will be saved. Either you will be lost. Think about it. And I believe that you and I needs to have a self-examination right now. You need to examine yourself. I need to examine myself. And we need to be sure that your name and my name is in the book of life. If your name is not there, turn your Bibles with me to the book of Revelation, chapter 20. Let's read the Bible and go for the answer. What will happen if your name is in that book of life? Revelation, chapter 20, and verse 15, the Bible says, Revelation, chapter 20, and verse 15, And whomsoever was not found written in the book of life, was the next statement, was cast into the lake of fire. Do you want to go to that experience? I don't think so. That is why we need to be sure, brothers and sisters, that our name is there. Because if our name is not there, when Christ will come, you will be in the lake of fire. Amen? Let's spend time with the word. Self-examination. I need to examine myself. That is why next year, I never take eldership in this church because I want to examine myself if God changed my life. 
unless your character and my character is not changed by God's power, you will not be saved and you will be lost in the presence of God. Turn your Bibles with me to the book of Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 8. This is how we experience the power of God. Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 8 is our key memory verse this morning. The grass weathereth, the flower fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand forever. Remember this statement that when Jesus comes for the second time, all of us will be standing in the day of judgment. I cannot help you, you cannot help me. Individually, we will stand in the day of judgment. And the Bible says, if you don't read the word, if you don't obey the word, you cannot stand in the day of judgment. Amen? That's the key. Two things you need to do. Read your Bible and obey the Bible. Because if you don't obey the Bible, you and I will experience lost in the presence of God. And this is the power. In the book of Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 26. Ten more minutes. Lift your eyes on high. And behold what created these things that bringeth out their host by number. He calleth them all by names. What's the next statement? By the greatness of his might. That's power. We are worshiping a great God. If only people will realize in the world today around of the Seventh Adventist Church, from the general conference down to the local churches, if we believe that we are worshiping a great God, there is no excuse that we cannot come to church on Sabbath morning. What do you say? Amen. I miss my church in the Philippines. Every Sabbath they come to church, 1,500 members in that building. I ask them every time, brothers, why you are faithful to God and worshiping on the Sabbath day? He said, because we believe that when we are faithful to God, God will save us and bring us to the wonderful city. Bible says, by the greatness of his might, for he is what? Strong in power. Say that word. He is strong in power. It means God has the power to change your life. He has the power to change my life. He can change your weaknesses. He can change your character. He can change your life. And when he changes your character and your life, you will be ready for the kingdom of God. What do you say? Amen. You know, in Pune, when I was there, I think we need to spend more time praising God. We don't hear too much of amen today. But we hear... Clapping of hands. Wherever you go. I went to churches around this island. When they worship, they clap their hands. Why, why dance? Clapping of hands is not enough. You need to dance, right? The Bible says you need to clap your hands and dance, right? That's what the Bible says. But we don't hear too much of praising God. But we as Christians, we need to praise God because God is our salvation. Nobody can save you. Nobody can save me. 
Only God can save your life. Only God can change your character. Only God that you will accept with the mercy and the grace of God. And as I read the spirit prophecy this morning, this is the most important part. That there is a sin that God cannot forgive. And what is that? The sin against the Holy Spirit. If you have committed sin against the Holy Spirit, you will not experience salvation. Listen very carefully. Salvation comes to all who believe. If the truth is persistently resisted and refused, the Spirit's prompting ceases to be heard and the soul is left in terrible darkness. A person guilty of the sin against the Holy Spirit, probation has closed. When someone refuses to respond to the goodness of God, listen very carefully. When someone refuses to respond to the goodness of God, it will finally result in the commission of the unpardonable sin. How can I reject the goodness of God? The sin against the Holy Spirit is persistently rejecting the light. If you know the light and you reject the light, you have committed a sin against the Holy Spirit. The sin against the Holy Spirit is persistently rejecting of what Christ has done for us. Placing oneself beyond the power of the Holy Spirit is unpardonable sin. In order to qualify as a candidate for salvation, a person must recognize that he is a sinner. Anybody here is not a sinner. Everybody is a sinner. Everybody, even the president of the Jagan first. Who you are, you are a sinner, I'm a sinner, and we need Christ to be our Savior. Amen? Our greatest need is a personal Conviction of sin. Very careful. Listen very carefully. If you know that fornication is sin, don't do it. If you know that adultery is sin, don't do it. If you know that working on the Sabbath is a sin, don't do it. Because one day you will commit the sin against the Holy Spirit. That's a solemn statement from the writing of Ellen White. And we need to meditate upon this question. It is only when he knows himself to be a sinner, Christ can save. Jesus can save anyone, I have five more minutes, who is willing to accept salvation. Any sin be blotted out through his shed blood. There is power in the blood of Jesus Christ. No matter sin you have committed, whatever sin you have in your life, it will be cleansed by the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen? There is power in the blood. And you need to claim his promise that as you claim the power and the blood of Jesus Christ, you can experience salvation and you can experience cleansing from our living Christ. In a sin, as long as we repent, there is forgiveness. I want this statement here from the Upward Look, page 18. You have that book? I think you have that book as a devotional for this year. Read that book in page 18. This is what it says. Pray for the impartation of the Holy Spirit. 
search your own hearts. I need to search mine, you need to search yours. Don't judge anybody. That's not your business. Judgment belongs to God. If you can see a person not coming to church, that's not your problem. It's the problem with the devil. Amen? That's his problem. Because the devil will confuse your mind. That is why in the church today, we should remember that we should not make human rules. Because if you make human rules in your own human doctrines, you will be lost and I will be lost. And the church will split up into half. Prepare for the reception of the Holy Spirit. Do not be satisfied with your own present experience. I like this one. Do not be satisfied by coming to church every day. Read your Bible, pray, whatever you do. You have something to do for God. When I was at the hotel, my job is certified SC. G is grounds maintenance. That's my job before. Certified grounds maintenance. And now I'm on the CNA. What is that? Certified nursing assistant. But if you are, if you want to experience the power of God, your job is what? C-S-W. What is that? Certified soul winner. That's your job. That's my job. Do not be satisfied with your own experience. You need to do something before Jesus comes. And we as Christians, you need to go out and give Bible studies. Not only me, it's also the job of Pastor Gayala. All of us need to help together. We need to work together as a church, members, and the pastor, lay preachers. We need to work together in giving Bible studies because Jesus is coming very soon. Prepare for the second coming of Christ. Yesterday, before I left, the instructor said, Ruel, are you coming? You want to come to Hilo tomorrow for what? We just talk about nursing class. I don't know. I'm going to church. I'm speaking tomorrow. You know what she said? What's your topic? I'm sharing the Lord's news. What is your topic? I told her, my topic tomorrow is to experience the power of God. Are you coming? He looked at me good. I believe she cannot come. But I told her that I'm a member of the Seventh-day Adventist Church and we worship on the Sabbath. That's perfect in God's presence. Is that witnessing? Yes. That's what we need to do. We need to witness for the Lord and we need to share the word and give a Bible no matter where you go. Shopping centers, Walmart, whatever place. Share the word. Give a Bible study because I believe Jesus is coming again. Build your house upon the rock. And I want to tell you, only me and my wife in house, Joshua and Mark in Hilo, but we have worshipped every evening and spent time with God. No kids, but we have family. Worship is very important. In the presence of God. If there is a time. You need to spend more time in prayer. It's right now. That's why I told the message in Pune. We talk too much. Instead of spending time with God. 
That's my problem before. I will to stop it. It's time to stop talking. Talk, 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 talk. Na good. But spend more time praying, praying, humility. And read your Bible, meditation with God. And I believe it will prepare for God's kingdom. Bring, let not your faith fail. Bring your mind to the point of decision. We need to hold fast our faith. We need to work for God. We need to spend more time in prayer. As I close, one of our skills in the class is how to fix bed. And I told the instructor, you want me to fix bed? Let's see what's going on. So that's the day he told me to fix one bed, an occupied bed. I told the instructor, you look, I look like, if it is wrong, if it is not, check me. I made a fixed bed like hotel kind style. Very nice. If only the bed sheets from Macy's was good, but they have junk, you know, junk kind bed sheets, so it's not good. So I fix them. In 10 minutes, I finished my bed, and I said, what is that? Can you take a look? He said, well, very nice. Hey, what you do? How did you learn? Oh, you know that? Uh, that's my job in my house. I fix bed every day. <laughs> From the Philippines to Hawaii, I've been fixing bed. What's the problem right there? You guys learn. You spend more time outside, but you need to spend more time with your personal belongings, your house. Be ready because when President Obama comes in your house, it's ready. Right? Table is ready. And when you're ready, Obama is ready, Christ will come and we go to heaven. We need to spend more time with all these belongings, right? Don't follow other people. Get shoes at the kitchen, hanging in there, hanging in there. Hey, brothers, this is not Walmart and Kmart and whatever. Be organized, right? If you are organized, everything is in place. And then before I pray, there's one lady. She was rushing to the church. Husband said, time, it's already 9 o'clock, let's go. To the left, boom, put our shoes. When they arrived at the church, husband said, did you notice something in your feet? She looked down. Her shoes was left, red, and on the other side is white. See, I told you, be organized from the beginning. And what happened? It happens to you. It happened to me. If you are not organized, you come here, and one day, uh, even my wife said, oh, you know what? Your socks is different from the other. See? So that's the key of our Christian experience. And before I pray this morning, my sisters, don't worry if only a few come to church. I started with 10 people, five people, when I was in the district before. Only five. But because of the power of God, in the central church right now, before I left the Philippines, we have 1,500 members. Why is growing? It's not my power. It is the power of God. You need to experience this power wherever you go. Don't forget, 
God is powerful. Test me not, O gentle Savior. Hear my humble cry. Shall we stand for the closing hymn on that page 569.